Hello and welcome to another episode of The Voice of Alignment podcast. My name is Sheo Nukikiola and it is always a great pleasure to share with you from the Word of God on this platform. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. I trust you are having an amazing day or I trust you've had an amazing day thus far or I trust that you're about to have an amazing day laid out for you if you're listening to this episode in the morning of course. Thank God for life, thank God for grace, thank God for keeping us up till this moment where I'm alive to speak to you and you are also alive to hear me speak to you on this platform. We've been on a series on grace and I trust that this episode um, is another episode that is going to be a great blessing to you. Over the last couple of episodes, we have been looking at the subject of grace with the aim of understanding grace by looking at what grace is and what grace is not from a scriptural lens, of course. And in doing this, we have been trying to deal with some misconceptions about grace. Friends, you see, grace is such a vital part of the new covenant, which is uh, the center of the Christian faith. When we look at the Bible, you will find uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now, while the Old Testament points to the Old Covenant, which are governed by laws, uh, the New Testament points to the New Covenant, which is governed by grace. Romans chapter 6 verse 14, the Bible says, For sin shall no longer be master over you, because you are not under the law, but under grace. So as Christians who live by the new covenant, we cannot afford to have misconceptions about the subject of grace, which is more or less the lifeline of the new covenant. And so what we're doing is to make this concept as clear as possible, to remove every web and dust of misconception around uh, the understanding of grace and to lay some foundations that I strongly believe uh, will be at the core of several other conversations and teachings that we will be having um, on this platform. So far, we have defined what grace is and addressed two misconceptions about grace. We refer to grace as being a spiritual blessing, a favor, or a gift. And these are the three ways in which grace finds expression. We drew our definition of grace from John chapter 1 verse 16 in the Amplified Bible, which says, For out of his fullness, the superabundance of his grace and truth, we have all received grace upon grace, spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. And then after we looked at the definition, we went on to look at misconceptions. And so far, we've addressed two misconceptions uh, about grace. The first misconception or the first misconception we addressed is the misconception that grace is liberty. And we addressed this by showing that the liberty that grace gives us is a liberty that is qualified. It's not just, you can't just stop at saying that grace is liberty or grace gives us liberty the liberty that we receive through the instrumentality or through the vehicle of grace is a liberty from sin and a liberty in christ which is a liberty 
to attain the full stature of Christ. Or you can say a liberty to become all that God ordains for you to be. The second is the misconception or the second misconception that we address is the misconception that grace is God's lowered standard. And we address this by showing that grace replaces the law as we know it with the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus which aligns us with the spirit of the law and not the letters of the law. Uh, when we talk about the law, there's the spirit of the law, there's letters of the law and when we looked at the last um, episode we we saw from the last episode that uh the law as we know it old covenant under the old covenant the mosaic law and all of that uh what we had at the end of the day was the letters people had the letters and people were living by the letters but what god wanted was for people to live by the spirit of the law and that is what god instituted in the new covenant which is governed by grace romans chapter 8 verse 2 says for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death in second corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 the bible says second corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 the bible says for the letter kills but the spirit gives life so yes grace gives us liberty from the law as we know it or the mosaic law and all of that as we know it but then it places us under the regime of another law that is called the law of the spirit of life in christ and by virtue of that grace does not mean lawlessness grace does not mean licentiousness now in this episode we will address just one misconception uh because this episode is going to be a very very short episode unlike other episodes we've been having uh, in the past so we're just going to address one misconception uh, about grace in this episode and we're going to try to discuss that very briefly so the third misconception that we'll be addressing is the misconception that grace has no price now this is one misconception which again like other misconceptions can be subtle but finds expression in the attitude that we they have or that we tend to have towards grace a lot of times believers tend to have this attitude uh towards grace that suggests that they do not uh either they do not recognize the value of grace or they do not uh they just see grace as something that is freely given to them and then they treat grace as a free gift you see we believe that grace is free and that is rightly so i believe that grace is a free gift of god there is nothing you and i uh can or will ever do that will qualify us or that will make us worthy of grace and that is because the price of grace is so high that only god himself could pay that price by coming in the form of flesh through jesus christ by paying with his life and then giving it to us as a gift so the fact that grace is free does not mean that grace is cheap grace is a gift of god to you and i clearly ephesians chapter 2 from verse 8 to 9 ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9 says for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god verse 9 goes on to say not of works lest any man should boast 
when you read it in the Amplified Bible, by now, if you've been listening to the past couple of episodes, I'm sure uh, you would know that or you would see that I'm a fan of the Amplified Bible. But if you read this in the Amplified Bible, it says, and I read verse 8, that's Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 8 to 9. So verse 8 says, it says, For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. Verse 9 goes on to say, not as a result of your works nor your attempts to keep the law so that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation so we see here very explicitly that grace is a gift of god to us but uh then jesus paid with his blood for it so grace is free but grace is not cheap and this must guide our attitude towards grace now i'm not so much of a fan of uh cars i'm not so much of the kind of person who is uh, fascinated by uh expensive cars and all of that as long as i have a car that can move me from one point to the other without me having a headache i think i'm good but let's assume someone gives you um, a very expensive car let's say like a ferrari you know some very very expensive uh, car for example now the fact that that car is free does not mean it's cheap you definitely will not use that kind of car the way you would use any other type of car you know i remember this makes me uh remember many years ago you know i think it was uh in the early 2000s or there about mid 2000s maybe 2005 2006 at that time you know what we have the car we know now as range rover you know was just coming out then just you know there were some uh, models of it that came out around that period which fascinated me a lot because of the functionality and all of that you know and i had so much appreciation and so much uh, regard for that car until one day I was in uh, I was in the market and I saw <laughs> I grew up in Oshodi so I lived a lot of my life in Oshodi so until one day I was in the, I was in Oshodi market and then I saw some Igbo boys who were using a Range Rover to carry their goods to their shop you know and you just they were two of them sat down in front and then you see all kind of goods at the back they even collapsed the back seats just to you know accommodate accommodates their, their 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 cargo you know and ah, at that point in time you know all the admiration i and all the respect that i had you know for that car just <laughs> for, for that car just went you know but anyway uh, that's not the point we're trying to make here so let's get back to the point you see the cost of grace is so high that even if you died on the cross like jesus did uh, and your blood was shed your blood will still not be able to afford grace that is even enough for yourself talk less of others jesus was not the first to die uh, by crucifixion as a matter of fact two thieves died the same way jesus died you know died with him alongside one on, one was on his right and the other uh on his left so he had two thieves who died by crucifixion and even at that one of them was only saved because he depended 
on Jesus. Now, this tells us that the cost of grace is beyond death itself. For you and I to receive the grace that we have today, Zoe had to taste death. In other words, the life of God had to be subjected to death and hell. If you take a moment to process this, when we talk about Zoe, we're talking about the life of God. Jesus Christ was God made flesh. God came in the form of flesh. So Jesus Christ, as much as he was man, he was also God and he carried Zoe, the life of God. So that life of God had to taste death and had to go through hell just for you and I to have grace. That in no way, in no way is that cheap. If you take a moment to process this very carefully, you will begin to realize how precious grace is. And that is why Paul refers to those who receive salvation through grace and then backslid as people who are simply crucifying Jesus a second time. Hebrews chapter 6 from verse 4 to 6 says in the Berean Study Bible, it says, It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age and have fallen away to be restored to repentance because they themselves are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to open shame. You see, in Christianity, the journey can be like uh, the way a baby begins to walk. A baby Christian can stumble and fall, but he gets back up and keeps striving at walking without falling. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 16, Proverbs chapter 24 verse 16, the Bible says, For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again. Now, grace is what makes that possible. And it is expected that the believer's goal will be to come to a place of consistency in his or her walk with Christ. Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. Jesus says, be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. But when a believer gets to a point where he or she falls and rather than getting back up, refuses to rise or then turns his back on Jesus, that person is simply throwing the precious gift of grace to the mud and subjecting Christ to the pains and sorrows of the cross once again. So in a nutshell, grace is free but grace is not cheap. So for each and every day of your life, you must appreciate God for grace and you must celebrate God's grace in your life. Now, like I said, this is going to be a very short episode and this brings me to the end of this episode. Now, in the next episode, we're going to be having a very, very interesting discussion um, still around addressing the misconceptions about grace. And trust me, um, you don't want to miss the next episode. So please do ensure that you stay tuned, stay connected to the Voice of Alignment platform and make sure that you listen Watch out and listen to the next episode when it's going to be released. Until then, keep living in the goodness and in the grace that God has made available to you. God bless you.